the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Jesus commissioned his followers to go and make disciples, to be witnesses. And this can only be accomplished through the leading and empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno is once again taking us into a study of the Holy Spirit, obviously, as you just heard. But the bigger picture is the doctrines of the church, those foundational understandings that we have regarding our faith and what the Word of God says. If you've missed any of this series, it's available in a couple of places uh, on the ministry website, studyversebyverse.com, or on the church's website at highlandsconnection.com. I'll uh, share a few more details at the end of the broadcast. Here's Pastor Layton. Lord, we are so very, very thankful that you have brought together this church family, uh, that you have given us the opportunity as a church family to minister on behalf of your kingdom, not only here in our community with favor, but also all places around this globe. And we ask you, Lord, to continue to guide and bless and protect us as a church family and those who have gone forth from us to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to our world. Thank you, Lord. As we now turn our attention to your word, we ask you to be our teacher, to transform the way we think and speak and act by the power of your spirit and your word at work within us. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I'd like to invite you to turn in your Bibles to the book of Acts chapter 1. The book of Acts chapter 1. This is another installment in our sermon series on doctrine identifying the essential core doctrines of Christianity that have defined Christianity since the time of the Apostles. Uh, Earlier in our worship time, we recited together the Apostles' Creed, which goes back clear as far as uh, a version of it is from the second century. And uh, it predates the distinctives of the Reformation and the East-West Schism. It was the thing, the the, the curriculum that the early church uh, taught. Now, when we were together last, we turned our attention to the doctrines of the Holy Spirit and the church. The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. Just a quick refresh on what we learned from Scripture about the Trinity. The Scriptures teach that God is three persons, that each person is fully God, that there is one God. Again, that God is three persons, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Each person is fully God. There is one God. Theologians describe God as one in essence and three in persons. The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. And these two doctrines, the doctrine of the Holy Spirit and the church, revolve around the continuation of Christ's ministry as he modeled and commissioned it. Now, when we were together last, we noticed that Scripture teaches that Jesus was led and empowered by the Holy Spirit throughout his ministry. 
when his ministry began at his baptism in Luke chapter 3, it tells us, And the Holy Spirit descended on him in a bodily form like a dove, and a voice came from heaven saying, You are my beloved Son, with you I am well pleased. And then in chapter 4, he was immediately led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted. And then verse 14 tells us that Jesus returned in the power of the Holy Spirit. And verse 18 tells us that when Jesus stood up to preach his first sermon, the first words of the first sermon recorded in the book of Luke was, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Jesus began his ministry with a reference to the Holy Spirit. He ended his ministry with a reference to the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 1 verse 8 contains the last recorded words of Jesus before he was taken up into heaven. And he said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. So throughout his earthly ministry, Jesus was led and empowered by the Holy Spirit. And when we were together last, I asked you, why might that be? Why might the scriptures record that Jesus was led and empowered by God the Holy Spirit when, in fact, Jesus was himself God? And he could have done it all in his own authority. So then why do scriptures record that Jesus did it in the leading and power of the Holy Spirit? One of the best answers I found is that Jesus intended to delegate his ministry to a church made up of people who do not have the power and authority of God. We're not gods. So Jesus chose to model ministry under the leading and empowering the Holy Spirit so that we could follow his model and continue his ministry under the leading and the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Jesus commissioned his followers to go and make disciples, to be witnesses. And this can only be accomplished through the leading and empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit. The church was conceived by the Holy Spirit. Jesus was led and empowered by the Holy Spirit. The church is led and empowered by the Holy Spirit. The nature of the work of God the Holy Spirit changed on the day of Pentecost. Instead of empowering just a few select leaders as in the Old Testament, the prophet Joel foretold that the Holy Spirit would be poured out on all flesh, young and old, male and female, leaders and servants. And that's the basis upon which the church was established on the day of Pentecost as recorded in Acts chapter 2. The book of Acts was written by the same authors, the Gospel of Luke. The Gospel of Luke focuses on the life and ministry of Jesus. The book of Acts focuses on the life and ministry of the early church. The long title of the book of Acts is the Acts of the Apostles, but someone pointed out it could have as readily been called the Acts of the Holy Spirit through the Apostles because of how often the Holy Spirit is referenced in the book of Acts. The book of Acts begins its historical narrative after the death and resurrection of Jesus, but before his ascension. And I want us to go through swiftly today the book of Acts, noting references to the person and the work of the Holy Spirit. Beginning in Acts chapter 1, verse 1, In the first book, O Theophilus, I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up after he had given commands through the Holy Spirit. 
There it is. First reference, verse 2. To the apostles whom he had chosen, he presented himself alive to them after his suffering by many proofs, appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. And while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You heard from me, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. There it is again. We've already referenced verse 8 when Jesus said, You will be received power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses. So according to the book of Acts, the last thing that Jesus discussed with his disciples was the Holy Spirit. And you know, that's significant because often a speaker will leave their most important point for last because they know that that's what people remember. If you go down to verse 12, you find that the followers returned. After watching Jesus be taken up, they went into an upper room. They were praying. They were together in one accord. Verse 15 says, In those days Peter stood up among the brothers. The company of the persons was in all about 120 and said, Brothers, the scripture had to be fulfilled which the Holy Spirit spoke beforehand by the mouth of David concerning Judas who became a guide to those who arrested Jesus. Which the Holy Spirit spoke. You'll notice that the Holy Spirit spoke Scripture, that Scripture is a product of God the Holy Spirit. The Apostle Peter wrote in 1 Peter 1, verses 20, 20, 20, 21, For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of men, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. So Scripture is by the Holy Spirit. The Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Timothy 3.16, All Scripture is God-breathed. And useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Moving on to chapter 2, which describes the establishment of the church. When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind. And it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues as a fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. There it is again. And began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, we're going to talk more about spiritual gifts and tongues later in the sermon series. But this event drew, drew people from all over the city to come and find out what had happened. And that gave Peter an opportunity to stand up and preach and listen to what he said, verse 14. But Peter, standing with the eleven, lifted up his voice and addressed them, Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and give ear to my words. For these people are not drunk as you suppose, since it's only the third hour of the day. But this is what was uttered through the prophet Joel. In the last days, the last days are the period of time between Jesus' first coming and his second coming. We're in the last days. In the last days it shall be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. And even on my male servants and female servants in those days, I will pour out my spirit. That's another reference, a second reference. And they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the day of the Lord comes, the great and magnificent day. And it shall come to pass that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's the first recorded evangelistic appeal of the early church, and the Apostle Peter makes it very clear that the gift of the Holy Spirit is for everyone who repents and is baptized in the name of Christ Jesus, not just for a select few super saints or exceptional believers. 
If you've repented of your sins, you profess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have been baptized, then the gift of the Holy Spirit is for you. The theme of Acts concerning the church is to be filled with the Holy Spirit so that we can be effective witnesses of Christ Jesus so that others may call upon the name of the Lord and be saved. The Apostle Paul wrote in Romans 10, anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. But how shall they ask him to save them unless they believe in him? And how shall they believe in him if they've never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? Those questions are found in Romans 10, starting at verse 14. And the next line from Paul is wonderful. How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. Hmm. What a great way to end the broadcast today with that challenge. And what wonderful words to perhaps print out and put on a sticky right there on your computer screen so that you see them regularly. This is Study Verse by Verse, a broadcast outreach of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno, featuring the teaching of Pastor Leighton Sheely, and he's in a series on the uh, doctrines of the church. We've been uh, following this series for a number of weeks now, and if you've missed any of the past broadcasts, you'll find them on our ministry website, studyversebyverse.com. The church is on the web at highlands.us. All the details about the services across the weekend And, of course, directions to the campus are right there. That's highlands.us. I'm Mike Trout. Thanks for joining us. See you on Friday, I hope, at this same time when we'll once again open the Word of God and study verse by verse. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.